Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Orris. That's right, it's me, Rich Orris, your host of Ride at Home with Rich. And boy, do we have an exciting information-packed show for you today. Hey, thanks for participating with me today. While our whole country celebrates our new federal holiday, Juneteenth, and Father's Day this weekend, gotta love that. I'd like to give a shout-out to my father. Don't be surprised, Rich Orris Sr., um, Happy Father's Day, and to all the fathers out there. And, uh, you know, it's June. Boy, it's been hot. It, it's it's hot today. Maybe not as bad as we thought, but it has definitely been hot. I think summer is officially landed here, quite possibly playing some havoc on getting your new roof installed, right? You don't want it when it's too, too terribly hot. 100 degrees gets really difficult. So, Today, if you haven't guessed, we're talking roofing, roofing, and more roofing with our guest, Nick Borelli from GAF Shingle Manufacturer with me today. And we're going to touch on, you know, how gutter covers and helmets react with your roofing system. Yes, I said roof system. So attic ventilation is always a hot topic within that system. We'll cover some of that. Um, How are some of the GAF products really innovative in today's world and you know what GAF shingle works best for your roof wouldn't you love to know that so stick with us for all of that and don't forget today is your day for your roofing questions so have you ever gotten conflicting information from different roofing companies have you ever wished you could just maybe actually ask a question to some of the shingle manufacturers to find out some of these facts or some of the truths out there. Well, today is absolutely your day. Call in now with your roofing questions or any question about your home. You can reach myself and Nick at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. And of course, as always, right in the middle of the show, my right at home hack. I got a trick today for slow watering your trees during this hot spell. It's very important. So stick with us for all that fun and more. And you can give us a call again for the next hour, 314-241-9797 with any questions about roofing, roofing manufacturing, and or anything about your home. And now 
I want to introduce from the world's greatest roofing manufacturer. I want to bring in Mr. GAF himself, Nick Borelli. Hey, Nick, are you with me there? Hey, Rich. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm great, man. Couldn't be better. Awesome. Good. And so so you're out and about doing some uh, some sporting stuff or something while, while you're jumping in here with me today? Yeah, running around, you know, uh, Little League Baseball uh, tournaments and, and things like that, birthday parties, um, you know, just staying, just staying busy on this great Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's great that there's a lot of that stuff going on now and we're getting to travel a bit and, you know, things are getting better. So it's great to, to have a little bit of normalcy and a lot of this stuff you know, going on today. So, so Nick, I thought I'd start off today. I've been doing a a little segment called out and about with rich, where I just kind of talk about, you know, someone I visited things that they have going on with their home. And I, I, I saw one last week that I thought really related to this roofing topic. And, you know, it was funny because I was actually there about a carport and we were thinking about, you know, trying to enclose a carport and then, you know, kind of got it started on, well, I know I'm going to need a roof too. And he's trying to figure out where to put his money. And, you know, he had big trees, you know, out in like Crestwood area. So he was thinking about some, some gutter, some kind of gutter cover, looking at some helmets and things. And so, so we got off topic a little bit, but, you know, trying to be a good advisor, I really started talking about those gutter covers and was like, well, you know, what type are you looking at? And, you know, really explaining some of the pros and the cons and, you know, looking at those gutter helmets. And I just did a, a post this morning on my social media. If anybody wants to go, you know, try and t- you take a look at any of these pictures on like Twitter, Facebook, um, and you can you can see what happens to some of these gutter helmets and how it's not a, a perfect system and it needs to be installed really well. And his gutters were pretty old and, and, you know, kind of wavy and stuff. And I was just kind of explaining, you know, how they need to do that and, and, and giving him kind of the warning of, you know, hooking a gutter helmet up into your roofing shingles, you know. And I, and I was kind of really explaining, you know, 100, 150 years ago, they integrated these copper gutters into these masonry buildings and, and integrated them into the roof, but th- this this copper, you know, went up the roof line like 18 inches or better, you know, and really covered a lot of area. We talked about the ice and water shield importance at that gutter line and stuff. But, you know, so, so in going through all this with them, Nick, my question for you came about was, you know, what does the roofing manufacturer, GAF, feel about, you know, gutter helmets tucking under that first course of shingle and then nailing through or screwing through, you know, the ice and water shield and the starter shingle and all of that. Is there, is there any implications from the roofing side of that gutter system? Um, we don't love it. <laughs> I'll put it to you that way. We, we don't, sure. we don't love it. Uh, I think that, I think the gutter helmet system in itself is probably a pretty good system. Um, you know, I don't know much about it, but I'm, I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a great system. But uh, you're correct in in stating that we don't love puncturing a brand new roof 
through you know putting holes through the shingles, putting holes through the uh, the membrane that keeps the water out as far as ice and water or anything like that. Um, because what happens is you have to cover that stuff with caulk. And, and um, as we all know, caulk is not something that's going to last as long as a roofing uh, product should last. Um, and so now you're relying on something like that to keep water out uh, where additional holes, you know, were put. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that was, you know, I was kind of explaining and, you know, the other side of that for, for us and what I've seen and, and kind of the, the pictures I put out there this morning from one of my projects where I actually ended up removing those gutter helmets, um, those those rollover covers, because it caused damage. Um, and if the existing sh- the, the existing gutters aren't really put on well, perfect, or they're old and there, there's things going on or, you know, there's more of a pitch to them, because they weren't thinking of a gutter helmet when they pitched that gutter, then all of a sudden you're, you're trying to get this thing installed on something that's maybe not 100% accurate. So the one I, I have put pictures out there of, it literally there was, it was kicking water backwards, holding water. Um, she had a lot of mm-hmm. those, you know, the, the, the gumballs. She had a big gumball tree. She had a lot of those gumballs. And that, that helmet was literally helping hold those gumballs up there, which they hold themselves well enough as it is. But you can see them sitting on that gutter helmet. And if that gutter helmet was running downhill, you know, enough, and, and they just, you know, with water running, they just wouldn't stay on that metal. And, and they sit there because it was kind of flattened of the pitch of the gutter. So, you know, it's not always a perfect system. And every house is a little bit different. So I just wanted to, you know, give that advice out there to say this is what to be wary of and basically said, you know, do the gutter at the same time so the gutter's new too if you consider something like that or go to either K-Guard or LeafGuard or one of these that has the helmet but it doesn't integrate into the roof. It's not connected at all to the roof. Keep those, you know, things separate. So, so yeah, that... That was kind of what I expected, um, and I appreciate a a great answer to that question. So, Nick, I think we're going to get into our first break here. um, And when we come back, I want to touch a little bit on, you know, the roofing systems, attic ventilation, what causes them, you know, what that does, how it improves everything, and what, what it might cause if it's not good there. Um, So I'd love to touch on all of that when we return and for everybody else out there do you have a question for the roofing manufacturer right now is absolutely your time to call in and ask that question to me and nick and we can get whatever you're thinking answered so We'll do all of that right after these messages. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. All right, we are back. Got uh, Nick Borelli with us from GAF Roofing Manufacturer. And, you know, so I want to touch on attic ventilation because it is truly such an important piece of a roofing system. And, you know, when Mosby Building Arts looks at your roof, we're looking at that roofing system. We're looking at the ventilation, the intake, all that stuff, making sure we're, we're trying to do the best thing possible or at least advising what it would take and then letting people make a great educated decision on those. So, you know, uh, you, of course, your roof is probably the one of the most important things on your house, protecting you from the rain, the water, the snow, you know, everything outside. But that ventil- ventilation system kind of works from the inside under that roof to really protect your home from the heat, the moisture, you know, uh, mold buildup, all that stuff that can happen inside um, the attic and, and life expectancy. So... Um, Nick, I guess my question for you would be maybe to start out, can you just kind of explain, you know, what is attic ventilation and how does it work to improve that that roofing system to kind of just let everybody out there understand what the importance really even is? Sure. So attic ventilation is, like you say, Rich, it's extremely important for the health basically of your, of not only your roof, your shingles, but but the entire um, atmosphere of the home. Um, basically, what you need to do is you need to have some sort of a balanced system of intake and exhaust. Um, what happens is it lets your, your roof and your home really it breathes. And uh, hot air rises, right? So in the summertime, um, with, the, with, the, with the air rising, everything sort of gets trapped up into your into your attic space, your non-livable space, because it's sealed off. You know, homes are sealed so much tighter than they used to be. And, and so that heat builds up. And the shingles can tend to cook, right, with the, with yeah. the heat and the way it's been the last couple of days and the sun. Absolutely. Um, it just cooks. They just, they just do. And what happens is you have to have something to allow that cool air coming in and allowing that fresh air to keep flowing, um, and then it pushes out the heat through the through the top, whether it's a, a ridge vent or if it's a you know a turbine type vent or a solar vent, anything like that. Uh, it allows that continuous flow of new and fresh air to come through and keep everything sort of cooled off from underneath. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I talk to people all the time you know, about how these systems work because, you know, not every home is exactly the same and there's different things that can work well for, for different types of roof and different areas and sizes. And, you know, and so many people just think ridge vent, we just put this ridge vent on and, and that's what they've been taught is that ridge vent, you know, it's the best way to ventilate. And I explain all the time, really ridge vent is the best way to exhaust, but you know, that, that's when they, they kind of stop and nobody thinks about that intake and making sure 
that you're you're getting enough air in, you know, to to bring pull that air through. And that's you know kind of like you were talking about with the houses being tighter. That's where we see, you know, so many houses pulling air from the actual living space of the home through the attic hatch, through around the lights. You know, all houses have so many can lights now. They've got, you know, all these areas where air can infiltrate through. So if you're pulling that air and you've got a great way to exhaust it, you know, then you can really start getting that air in the wrong places. If you're, you know, from the wrong places, if you're not, if your intake doesn't match, you know, properly. And a lot of people are actually surprised that, you know, when I talk about how well the, the old turbines actually worked and, and, you know, the wind turbines, and I'm like, they're actually as good as a ridge vent, really, when you do them properly, um, they're just ugly. You know, they are. Nobody they're wants to ugly. see them. They're ugly, and you have to have right, and you have to have multiples, right? You can't yes. just have one up there and expect it to to do the job. And that's that's sort of the issue. And those things tend to rust over time and can creak and become a little loud. But you know, the other thing besides the heat buildup is in the winter time, and that's another uh, you know that's another myth. That in, and especially you see. Um, you know, you used to see with the turbine type vents uh, where people would put maybe trash bags or plastic bags over their turbine vents in the winter time, yes. thinking that keeping the heat in is 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 helping them. Well, actually, it's it's not helping them. It's actually quite doing the opposite because if you think about it, the moisture that gets built up in a home, everything from your shower, your dishwasher, your sink, even people breathing creates moisture right inside the home. And so you have to have some way of letting that moisture get out of that attic. Otherwise, it's just going to eat up, eat up your plywood, your OSB, your insulation. Um, it's going to create condensation on any kind of metals, whether it's nails or flashing or anything uh, that you have up in that roof. So, so you have to have that balanced system, the good air coming in, the bad air going out. It has to be consistent all year round. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing that surprises people all the time, too, when you mentioned just like, you know, people, human beings in a home, well, the more people living in a home, you know, you just do things, you use more water, but you also emit water vapor just off of yourself too. And, you know, the more people that live in a home, the higher the relative humidity is inside that home, you know, and more we got to work to ventilate and do things and, and make these things work, you know, properly. So, but, so for everybody listening, what I'd ask is, you know, so what does poor ventilation, you know, do to a to the shingles of the roof? How does that how's that affected it if it's not well? No, no, not well at all. And and really, it's not even just the shingles. I mean, yeah, the sh- you know, in the cold, the, sh- the shingles don't don't react quite as bad. But what happens is the plywood does because yeah. of the moisture. You know, the moisture, like we said before, the homes are much tighter. The, the synthetic felts and the underlayments are much tighter than what we had in the past. Um, and so they hold that moisture better, and they, they do that purposely so that the water doesn't come in, whether it's raining or, or you know, wind-blown driven rain or snow or ice or anything like that. But then we have to have something to counterbalance that, and that's where your ventilation has to come in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's really imperative, um, and there are different, you know, systems. Um, there's different ways if you don't have overhangs 
to create that low air intake. There's so many different, you know, and something I want to touch on in the next segment is kind of some of those innovations and, you know, how, how GAF and, and your manufacturer company is very innovative in the industry and all of that. And because there's so many different systems, you just have, to, you know, listeners out there just have to be careful when they're looking at these roofing systems is, you know, making sure you're really getting educated, understanding them and that it's going to be something that truly works and works well, you know, for your home to ventilate it the best way, whether you have the overhangs or you don't, or there's tons of way, hip vents, there's all sorts of ways to get air intake and, and export and get, get it out and get it working and functioning. So I definitely, when we, when we return from this break, we'll have my right at home hack first, and then I want to touch on, you know, just some of those innovations and different things that you guys do. And again, if you have any questions for us, feel free to give us a call. 314-241-9797. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. Got my Right at Home Hack for everybody here. And you know... It has been very hot the last few days, um, last week also. And, you know, so for your trees, I mean, did you realize that 50% of the weight, more than 50% of the weight of a living tree is water? It's actually water in the tree. Um, Just like you and me, they need to stay hydrated to keep functioning and living well. So for this DIY trick, you'll need a five-gallon bucket, maybe two, and something to puncture the bucket you know, like a drill or a hammer with a nail. Um, so on the side of the bucket, you want to put a small hole near the bottom edge of the bucket. 
Um, I'd say 16 penny nail would be like the biggest uh, eighth inch to quarter inch hole at the most. Fill that bucket with water all the way to the top. Set it on the outline drip line of the tree, kind of where the 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 tree's canopy has the furthest reach. Set it there and then let that slowly drain out of that hole of that bucket and just really slowly water the soil around that tree. So when that's empty, refill it, move it to the other side of the tree, repeat that process. Or you could do two buckets and put one on each side of the tree. While it's this hot and during summer, you want to repeat this, you know, two to three times per week if you can. You know, trees really need about 20 to 30 gallons of water a week to stay really healthy. So keep your trees living. Give them some water when it's this hot and it hasn't been raining. Um, I, I beg you all to do that. You'll Your trees will look good and we'll appreciate it forever. And we're going to get back to the rest of the show. For everyone else out there, if you want to hear this hack or any of my other hacks Anytime, you know, every week you can jump on my social media, Rich Oris Mosby for Facebook or at Rich Oris for Twitter, and you can find all of these hacks every week or join us right now, 97.1 FM. We'll see Facebook a little bit later and get back into the regular show with uh, Nick Borelli from GAF Manufacture Roofing Shingles with me here today. And so, Nick, you still with me here? I'm here, Rich. Awesome. Man, I appreciate you being here and sticking around and, you know, taking some time out while running around, running errands with your kids and sports and everything this weekend. But um, so so I found something, you know, we, we talked. I know the last time we, we talked, we talked a little bit about, the you know, the GAF company and, and the elite program and, some of the things that you guys do, but I found something very, very interesting on your guys' website that I had no idea. And, and we were kind of looking about some of the innovations and stuff. And, um, but yeah, I think it's really cool that, you know, it, it, and it says basically in the seventies and eighties, um, that, you know, GAF was the leading provider of film and cameras and became the official film of Walt Disney world and Disneyland and also manufactured the famous Viewmaster, um, which I was totally surprised, but thought that was just really, really cool. And so obviously, you know, you guys do different things and you're very innovative and you've formed over the years. Can you kind of just go over, you know, some of these newer innovations and things that you do while manufacturing these shingles just to, to make everything great for everybody? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, at one point in the 70s, yeah, GAF was basically uh, rivals with Kodak. I mean, they, they, that's, that's awesome. what F in GAF <laughs> stands for, is film. Uh, General Aniline and Film is, is the name, is what the GAF stands for. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, Sam Heyman, he was what they called a corporate raider at, at, at the time, um, and he bought different companies, and, and he bought into GAF at one point, eventually selling off most of those companies and taking the, the roofing division private. That was in the 80s, I believe. And, okay. And we've been a private, privately held company. Uh, Sam has since passed, but his wife still owns, owns the company, and her 
son-in-laws run the company. There's a great article on Forbes that just came in Forbes that just came out. I believe it was May or June, um, which leads us to some of the innovations that GAF really, really exceeds at. Um, you know, this company was founded back in 1886, uh, if you can believe that. Um, with Ruberoid, it was the first. It was the first actual asphalt membrane that was used for roofing. Uh, back then at the time and, and has since wow. evolved over time. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, yeah, that's I really believe cool. It was 1921 or 22 somewhere in there is where, uh, is where an actual uh, split shingles because back then they came in sheets sort of like the, you know, the flat roofing materials do now. Oh yeah. Yeah. They came in sheets and then, and I believe it was the mid twenties. It, it became uh strip, strip shingles or, or cut strip shingles. Um, that was, was what, when that was created. And then, uh, and then the dual shingle, like an architectural style shingle, uh, you know, several years later, uh, where those used to be put together actually by hand with adhesives to create, uh, one, one separate shingle. Now it's of course all automated and, and, you know, um, thousands of thousands of shingles are produced per day in each in each manufacturing plant but but yeah back in the uh back in the 40s and 50s all that stuff was put together by hand it's pretty amazing to think of that you know how those were made that is very amazing absolutely but some of the some of the innovations you know um just come from like you spoke about with some of the different types of ventilation you know there's solar type vents and different things like that there's now there's uh, lifetime roofing uh, warranties that were never available before just because of the technology, whether it's the, the, the granules, the type of asphalts and adhesives, the fiberglass that goes into the production of the product. Um, we're, we're able to do so many testing and reach so many criteria that we can offer different types of warranties uh, for the homeowner, you know, to protect them for as long as they live in that home. Uh, all the way from roof measurement programs, automated roof prep measurement programs, 3D modeling. Uh, you know, the the CEOs of the company are, are talking now how they want to, their next focus is not only solar, but to integrate 5G for telephones and, and services into individual roofs. Oh, so wow. as opposed to using, yeah, so yeah. as opposed to using cell towers, now your roofing material, whether it's commercial or, or uh, residential roofing, that 5G will be integrated into that so that you're creating more cell towers for everyone. So there's just they're so forward thinking in this company, and there's so many things that they're looking at doing besides just using you know asphalt and rocks to create and, and to uh, protect the homeowner. There, there are just so many things, and it's really fun to be a part of. Yeah, no, that that is great. And, you know, we've – from being in business so long and having a company running so long, you know, we talk about all the time how if you don't change and you just stay complacent, you know, you're just going to eventually die off and go away. And you have to constantly rethink what you're doing and why you're doing it. Even when, you know, something is the best you think it can be, you need to stop and think about the why, or there's, there's almost always something different or better 
you know, to come up or integrate it in. And, and so, yeah, you know, so that's a long time to have to be that way. You know, so Mosby's been around, you know, Scott Mosby's father started it right after World War II. So we're on like year 74-ish, something like that um, from when he started the company. And man, I thought that was a long time there, but even longer. Yeah, you got to really be very forward thinking and, and really stay on top of the game in order to, you know, keep keep ahead of everybody and, and to not just be complacent, you know. So, so let me ask you this, where can, can listeners go to find out more information about the, the GAF products and the company and everything else? Cause and before you answer, I want to remind everybody too, is cause you can, you know, you can request things if people are, you know, going to look at a roof and, and if you've done research on manufacturers and you're like, you know what, I really like this GAF company, you know, you can say, I would prefer this this type of shingle and, and this manufacturer, and I don't know too many companies that are going to turn that down, you know. So, so where can people find out more about you guys? Well, we we are on the we are on the net, of course, uh, gaf dot com, and that's the roofing division. Our parent company is is called Standard Industries, and we handle, or I should say, Standard. Um, handles all types of, of products from uh, from roofing, obviously, with GAF to property investments. We own our own quarries, so the granules that are on our products and some other uh, competitor products of ours also use our granules. We have four um, quarries across the country, one right here in Annapolis, Missouri, which is just south of Farmington. So all the all the granules that you see on any GAF shingle is coming right out of right out of Missouri, not too far from here. Oh, nice! Yeah. But there's several different several different companies inside of Standard. So so you could go to standardindustries.com and, and check that out. Anything from GAF Energy, which is our solar company, GAF Roofing Materials, which is obviously what I handle, uh, from shingles to uh, flat roofing materials to coatings to uh, street coatings to, you know, now we, now we are part of uh, Brass Monnier, which is the largest roofing manufacturer of tile in the, uh, in Europe. So, you know, it's a, it's a monster company. It's a huge, it's a huge company. Uh, we have all kinds of innovations and, and different things. And there's a lot of really interesting things that they can, you know, that they go to find out about us. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I definitely appreciate that and encourage everybody, like I always do, you know, do your research, get educated about things, understand what you're going to be purchasing. It it just makes absolute sense. So we're going to get into our final break. We've got um, one segment left. Uh, We've got Dave on the phone from St. Charles. So, Dave, if you could hold the line through the break, we will get to your question right after we return, right after this. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, we are back. Final segment. Got some great information coming out here from GAF Roofing Manufacturer with Nick Borelli with me and, and some great topics and, and, you know, hopefully some good educational stuff for everybody. And we also have uh, Dave on the line from St. Charles has a question for us. Dave, are you with us? What you got going on? Yeah, I'm with you. Hopefully uh, we got a good connection here. So I have a, um, I have a oh, three-year-old home and our attic is burning up. The temperatures, and I'm using pretty sophisticated sensors up in the attic, and they're getting uh, in excess of 140, 150 degrees. We've got good soffit vents, but my my theory is that the ridge vent is, is either substandard or is not working. I know GAF has got some, some great products in the Cobra. I think it's the Cobra 3 ridge vent system. Um, and I was also looking at pot vents and uh, maybe installing maybe six along the main roof line up up near the ridge using some of the static uh what are they turtle vents or whatever you call them uh-huh. but i just wanted to get the i wanted to get the opinion on that and um on the very very hot attic and uh yeah on what the best solution might be sure absolutely hey nick can you touch it all on that cobra uh, ridge vent sure yeah so cobra ridge vent is um that's one of the ridge vents that we make we make different types but that is in the Midwest here. Um, Dave, I would suggest that you do a, a few things. Number one, you're, you're, you say you have soft, you, you need to make sure that those, there's a couple of different things that can happen with those, right? The, we put in, so when a home is built, there's insulation that's put in the attic. And sometimes that insulation can block those soffits. So if you have any type of overhang, if you have open soffits, uh, bird blocks, or even if you have uh, covered soffits that have, uh, you know, that allow the air to come in, just double check in that attic and make sure that that insulation is not covering that up because that could be a big, a big issue. You have to have the good air coming in to, to force that, that hot air going out. Number two, it's not a good idea to mix ventilation. Yes, a turtle vent, a box vent, whatever they, you know, whatever you want to call it. If you already have a ridge vent, a ridge vent is going to give you better net-free area. That's what we look for in ventilation, net-free area, NFA. And you, you do not want to mix the two because what happens is with your ridge vent being at the peak in the highest point of your house, if you put anything below that, that is going to become your intake. And if those are so close to each other, they're just going to short circuit or just create, they're going to create air gaps. And, and it's just not going to work. It's going to actually do worse. It's going to start sucking air in at the top where it's actually supposed to be pushing it out. Uh, do you have a, is a second story? Is, is that, or is it just a, a ranch type home? Yeah, it's a two story with a loft. And I do appreciate it. And I would, you know, with the pot vents, I would pull out the existing ridge. But, uh, so I get yeah. that. But I'd be really looking at that Cobra system that you all have, the GAF, the Cobra 3, or something equivalent. Yes. The, the, the Cobra is going to have, right, it, it's going to give you the most net-free air. And the reason for that is because it's a continuous vent. Again, the box vents, the turtle vents, uh, they are pocket, right? So you have to cut a hole 12 inches um, 
every roughly say every 10 feet there's a there's a calculator for that and it'll tell you exactly how many you need up there and that works they work fine they work great but but again you're creating pockets throughout the attic whereas a, as a ridge vent it's at the very highest point and it's continuous so really that's going to be your best option uh you you, you know second stories we see that quite often they just hold so much heat it's it's really difficult to to have that escape. Maybe you need to look at some sort of a powered vent. Uh, we make different types of vents with thermostats that'll kick on. So there are definitely some options for you, but that is really a tough situation. Um, I, I would definitely check and make sure that your intake is not blocked. That would be the number one, the number yes. one thing to look for. Okay, yeah. I think we're good there. Apple on the intake. Well, Dave, you're breaking up a little bit. I kind of lost you there for a sec. I think he was mentioning baffles. But, um, yeah, good point about that. You broke up a little bit, Dave. We kind of lost you there for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just I was just saying that. Sorry about that. Uh, the baffles. I, I we got baffles on the rafter, the um, the soffit vent. So I'm seeing daylight okay. through those. So I'm assuming those are okay, and I can see those okay. all the way down. And I think those are good, but uh, I really appreciate the input and uh, the suggestions there. Yeah, sure, Dave. And the only thing I would I would throw into that mix um, with Nick here is um, so you can go to airvent.com. That, that's a good place for that calculator he's talking about. And when you put in like the square foot of the attic, you know how tall all that it'll. It'll help you calculate, you know, how much intake and, and, and you know, output and everything you need, how, how much you, you need across there. So then once you know the length of your roof and that ridge vent, you can make sure you have enough exhaust. Most, you know, unless you get on a hip roof, most of the ridge vents create plenty of exhaust. If you do go to a power vent, um, what I would really recommend is... If, if you go to some kind of power vent to try and help out that's maybe set at a temperature where it'll, you know, turn on a fan and pull extra air out, I would look at going to the floor of that attic and really making sure you close off any areas where it might steal air from the home. Can uh, lights, gotcha. you know, put yeah. foam insulation around some of those openings um, on the on the attic access, what we do here at Mosby, our standard is we'll put some weather stripping around that trim, and then we'll put some hard, you know, uh, foam insulation like sheets, layers of it, and we'll glue it to the back of that that drywall lid. So when you move the lid and put it back, the insulation value goes with it, and then you air seal with that weather stripping. What you don't want that power vent doing is stealing air from your second floor and, and basically right. it's pulling air-conditioned air out of the home. Um, so, so the easiest way and the most effective way to do all that would be to suck out your insulation, have about a one-inch layer of foam put, you know, like isoning foam insulation put on the entire ceiling from the attic side, and, and then you can blow that fiberglass back on top of that or that bib system or whatever you got and that will completely air seal that ceiling and that will help you draw that air out and everything and and get that taken care of so hopefully that helps you you know cool that attic down for you it gives you some good tips there dave 
All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate hey, it. No problem. You're welcome. And, and hey, Nick, uh, we're just about out of time here, so I appreciate you answering the question for our listeners and, and going over everything with us today and taking an hour out of your day to, to educate St. Louis with me. It, it, was, it was wonderful. Appreciate having you on. Absolutely. Thanks, Rich. I really appreciate your support, and uh, I'd love to come back anytime you want me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's definitely, you know, there's so much with roofs we could talk about. There's a whole nother hour easy we could do, you know, so we'll do that again in the next couple months or so or something. So I appreciate it. And then for everybody else out there, I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Everybody be good, stay cool, have a good week. And I'll talk to all of you next Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.